to the challenge flag where we call bs on fantasy football so-called experts i'm zachary dorfman joined by michael conti year three year three year three whoop whoop and we're actually going to change things up a little bit this is going to be raw unedited podcasting we're going in with a little bit of a uh, a list for you guys we have some topics that we want to cover but we also just kind of want this to be chilling during quarantine time. We're just going to chat it up. So we're going to be talking about football. We're going to be talking today about all of these off-season transactions, how they might affect the season going forward, fantasy-wise, actual football team-wise. But we also might get a little off-topic and talk about anything from, I don't know, working out, health, being plant-based. <laughs> <laughs> and why you shouldn't be. Ooh. I mean, hey, you know what? I actually had these vegan chicken nuggets today, and they were delicious. Okay, but what were? What? That doesn't make that doesn't make sense to me. They're vegan chicken nuggets. Don't call them vegan chicken nuggets. Just say what they are, because they're not chicken. Well, no, yeah, you know, I, they're trying to let. Well, for the advertising, they want to let you know that it's like, that hey, it, it tastes, tastes like, like me. Yeah, it tastes like a chicken meat. nugget. Well, I just kind of. I think that's weird. Uh, let me tell you though, it tastes like a chicken nugget. <laughs> I also had they they're from Whole Foods. I also had these like barbecue wings though from them and they were really disgusting. Cuz the consistency was like of undercooked chicken, so it's tasting like a chicken wing and but with the consistency of oh this is really really bad and I shouldn't be doing this. So it was like not enjoyable. But the While we're on the topic of food, um, so all you, um, I can't, oh, can we curse? All you stupid people out there no, we cannot. Um, that decided <laughs> to binge buy everything in these grocery stores because you don't know what's going on. I I went to Aldi's, went to go buy my chicken. There was only two packs of chicken left in the whole entire section, and they were chicken thighs. I never bought chicken thighs before, but they were all that was there, so I bought them. I figured chicken was chicken, and Amanda cooks them up. Oh my God, dude. These were the juiciest pieces of chicken I've ever had. And I was like, what is the, what is the science behind this? So I Googled it and apparently just chicken thighs retain more water while you're cooking. And they taste a bomb. Does it have to do with the, like the bones still, them still being no, on the bone? There was st- it was boneless. It was all boneless. Oh. And it was just a chicken thigh. There was a different cut that it looked kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. A man almost didn't want to eat it because it didn't look right. But I was like, whatever. We bought it. So much chicken we got. Let's eat it. And oh my god, dude! It tasted like fried chicken without the fried skin, like the chicken inside of the fried chicken. Ooh. Like pictured, yeah, like juicy fried yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was That's just so that. And I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I thought she cooked it differently, but then I just googled it and I was like, oh, it just retains water better, so you don't get that. I don't know. Sometimes you overcook and get a dry piece of chicken, but it was like it was like the steak of chickens. <laughs> the steak of chicken, like the filet mignon of chicken. It was so good. So there you have it. Chicken thighs from now on for you. <laughs> a little more pricier, but 
I'll splurge every once in a while for it. Yeah, I feel like I've I like never go like out of the comfort zone with chicken. It's like chicken breast, that's it. Like I see all the chicken thighs or like the chicken wings, and I'm like, I'm gonna ruin this, so I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> like I'm barely I'm barely confident with actual just like cooking chicken breast. Like every time I cook it, I'm like, this is gonna be raw. It's gonna be like raw on the inside, burnt on the outside. I have zero confidence. Yeah, no, Amanda had me cook them today. I was like, um, I haven't cooked chicken in a while, so we'll see how this goes. Whoa, whoa, you're like the chicken king, though. Yeah, well, I usually bake it. Um... I usually bake bulk, but she'll cook it fresh every night on the stove. But she needed to take a nap before work, and she told me to do it. And I was like, all right, we'll see what happens. But it came out good. Nice. Nice. That's good. But speaking of chicken and eating healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Football players. <laughs> Who is a healthy, very healthy man. Older in age. Doesn't have 10 kids. Not that guy. Oh, you're talking, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Patriot. Oh, no, sorry, not. He's not a Patriot anymore. I know. Oh, oh, just excuse me. Sorry, all you New Englanders. I, I forgot. Forgot Tampa Bay Buccaneers legend, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's going to go down in history. That's how I want him to go down in history. I just want, I just he want. He can win a Super Bowl there when it's hosted in Tampa Bay. Like, so many people hate Tom Brady because he's a Patriot, but he's no longer a Patriot. So I, I would love to see the football fan, fantasy fan's opinion of Tom Brady as a Patriot versus him now as a Buccaneer. Oh, I feel like everybody's going to love him. Before him even, like, doing really well or really bad. Because it could go either ways, to be honest. I know. I know. Because, I mean, like, last season, he didn't have really a great season. So... He didn't have any help either, but now I he's know, got... Man. OJ Howard, who was a huge tight end prospect. Mike Evans, a stud. Chris Godwin, a stud. And uh, no running game at the moment, but. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, he. If you're old and you're going somewhere, I mean, like those offensive weapons, it, it doesn't really get much better than that but i just i just want all non new england patriot fans to just always refer to tom brady as like oh tampa bay bucks legend <laughs> seriously yeah just like wow like he he was unbelievable like i hope he i kind of hope he has a great season so he can be like wow he was unbelievable as a buccaneer and just like i want never him to be successful it. there i want belichick I, i'll take belichick being successful still but depends how bad his quarterback is i mean if he lands cam that's a whole different story well here's or if the he thing. lands like a startable quarterback but if he's if he's dealt trash for a season like and he doesn't have a winning season what are you going to do with that i know well that's the other thing too is like part of me wants him to do well as a buck because that would be very salty for New England fans. But also, like, the idea that Brady and Belichick would go their separate ways and they're both awful would also be, like, it would be amazing. It would be so good. But that wouldn't prove anything. Oh, if they were both awful? Because then Bill oh, wasn't that... winning because of Tom, or then Tom wasn't... Or maybe... I don't even know. That's, like... Inception right there. Well, then I would rather Bill be successful and no, but no, because then people, people would blame it on the Tom's cheating age and the yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This is a tough. It's a very sensitive topic for football fans. <laughs> They've dedicated all this time to hating them and their franchise, and 
I've never had an issue with them. They beat the Rams. Whatever. They beat the Rams twice. Twice. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I don't even count the last one. See, for me, I'll never get over the fact that I I rooted for them once. One time. Just one time. Lost. Yeah, just, just beat the Eagles. Like, just beat the Eagles. Please, I'm going to root for you. And you couldn't do that. I don't know. Going forward this year, definitely think he'll have a better year than last year. I'm sure age will certainly play its role. He'll have some downfalls. Like I think if you're if you're between, um, if you definitely want to get inside his wide receiving core, whether between Evans and Godwin, like I think Godwin's definitely the safer pick. I'm not sure what kind of arm he has to hit Evans on those bombs. I know he showed it off a few times with Josh Gordon last year while he was still playing, but. Another year goes by, getting weaker. We got this whole quarantine going on. What's his training looking like? What's his offseason looking like? That's What's true. their offseasons looking like? They're both coming off of hamstring injuries. After Bruce Harrings admitted he was running them too hard at practice. So That's true. I actually didn't even think about that, too, and like how quarantine would possibly affect <laughs> a lot of these like off-season effect- workouts. Yeah, a lot of GMs are complaining about, um, like, how they can I draft people that they're not, like, at that, that the smaller schools, normally they have their pro days and they can go scout these D3 guys, but, yeah, but they can't. none of that is happening. They can't get physicals done for players. Wow. Could be a really weird season. Along with the extended playoff that we're getting this year, it could have just be very odd all around. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. But, I mean, I think that... Uh, it could be like you were saying about the the bum hand hamstrings like extra time off from that well i mean they've had plenty of time off yeah what, who am i kidding yeah. <laughs> who am i kidding but i i definitely think like it they're they're not going to be stupid that they're going to play to brady's strengths and it's going to be that in the hand out of the hands like a lot of slant routes like short route quick routes they're gonna bounce. Try to OJ balance Howard, it with the running actually. game. That's like his new Gronkowski point five. Not quite a yeah. two point no, but he's he's <laughs> a, a guy with talent. He's a talented wide receiver playing tight end. I'll give him like Gronk point seven five. <laughs> point seven. Yeah, yeah, that's much yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason why he shouldn't be successful as long as they play it right. It's just like what they can't let happen is like make him have to throw like come from behind throw down fields and you know make him have to stay in the pocket for longer than he needs to like it, it's not going to be pretty if he's going to have to be scrambling from getting sacked and it's not going to be pretty if they're you know not going to control the the pace and the game clock and you don't want him having to throw bombs late in the game to make like a three touchdown like comeback they just don't have that uh, like i don't know i just feel like in his in his older age like you kind of would rather have the ball security and the controlling of the pace in the game clock kind of uh attitude like kind of like jump to some big leagues eat up a lot of clock and just kind of like play smart yeah and one thing i was about to say was i would only be touching him if he's going to be one of our late round guys how we've talked about numerous times we only like taking our qbs in the later rounds and as of right now very very early i know but tom brady is adp'd at the second pick of the 12th round for fantasy football calculator ppr 12 man that is that's a great i'll stream tom brady 
Yeah, and honestly, that I late? would just are you kidding me? Yeah, I would just take that just for the point that it's a quarterback with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and he's not going to throw as many picks as Jameis Winston. So yeah. uh, he's like going to be less volatile on a week to week basis, but also has like great weapons. So yeah, you're right. Like, why not? I don't know. Oh man, he's like the 20th QB off the board, so you could probably get him like the 15th unless someone else is going to QB. Because I mean, he could be the diamond in the rough. It's Tom. I mean, it's still Tom Brady. You get him as your, you you bench him for a couple weeks, and you see he's just going off week in week out. Yeah. Well, what's the early schedule like? Actually, I'm wondering. Um, <laughs> let's find. It's the last out. thing from my mind. I know. I know. <laughs> I. It... Dude, I love the memes though. Oh my goodness. All the Tom Brady memes. They got they got the retro Buccaneers logo with Tom Brady's face over it. Um, what? Oh, there there is the uh, you know the Pretty Patty episode from SpongeBob. Yes. All right, so he uh, it's um Belichick. He puts down the sign that says Pretty Patties, and then there's a whole huge crowd, and yeah. then it says it says Tom Brady with the huge crowd, and then it says No Tom Brady, and the crowd dies down, and then <laughs> it's a picture of Bruce Arians putting down Tom Brady, and it's a huge crowd. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Counting 16. up their sixteen games. I I just want to yes, make sure. No, because it says date. <laughs> it says date TBA. So I didn't know if the first ones were preseason. Oh. Okay. So they start. Oh, it is TBA because we don't know what what. Exactly. We might get a shortened season this year. Well, so they're at Atlanta, at Carolina, at Chicago. Wait, what? Why is it that can't be? Oh, this isn't even the correct order. It's just who they're playing. You're right. So I was like, how does it show eight games away than eight games at home? Huh? And, yeah, I don't. They might not even have that determined. Oh, they probably. Uh, I don't think so. I know they determine who they're playing home or away, and then the actual schedule comes out later. So the actual schedule might not yeah. have been released yet. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. I have no idea. Actually, <laughs> I've never been good at following up on that stuff. 2020 NFL team schedules. Okay, wait. This should be the thing I'm looking for. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, it's still the same thing. They have eight away oh. games and then eight home games. Sick. Speaking of not being able to find the Buccaneers schedule. Yes. Can somebody find Bill O'Brien's brain? In what context? Trading DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, uh, hello. Uh, yeah. Transitions. Okay, let's talk. I think we have two differing opinions on this, so let's talk about DeAndre Hopkins. What are your What are your thoughts? My thoughts are he. Um, I don't. It's weird. I owned him last year. And there was there was some great great times with him. But if you had him and you played in the championship game like myself, and he put up a seven spot, there were also games like that where Will Fuller would get two catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns, and that would eat into DeAndre Hopkins' work. And there were so many times where he was catching three yard passes for the whole entire game, and he'd have a 10 catch game for like 80 yards. So you got your points, but you were like, dude, what's going on? Give me a tidy here. I. <laughs> He was what wide receiver two this past year, I think. Mm-hmm. He's definitely in the top three. He might have been the second one. Uh, oh man, <laughs> I don't think you'll have as many as much fantasy points. He'll still be a top, definitely top four guy. I don't think he'll be number two though. 
I can see his production slightly falling off. But yeah, my worry. Like, there's definitely a few guys I'd rather be drafting ahead of him if I'm taking wide receiver in the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my worry is, and why won't it show me the complete stats? Um, okay, my there we go. That's what I was thinking of. My okay, here's my worry. <laughs> my worry, uh, sure for the team. Uh, for the team, fine, right? Like, you get rid of a running back that you honestly weren't even using and that only had one good season before getting injured, and you get, like, one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the NFL to add to your team because you could definitely use some wide receiver help. It can't hurt, right? Like, why not? My, I have, like, two worries. One, is this going to be Odell 2.0? Odell goes to a team, looks like they're going to have a lot of offensive weapons. He's really going to drive that offense. I mean, Baker Mayfield was looking like a big upgrade to eat from Eli Manning. And it's just ended up being that the opportunity wasn't there. They weren't as good as everybody thought. I still think the Cardinals want to run the ball more than people think. And I think with, you know, if you look at like Christian Kirk from last year, he had 68 receptions, 700 yards, three receiving touchdowns on 108 targets. Like, I, I'm not loving the Cardinals passing game enough to... Now, this is just talking like, sure, is the team going to be better because of DeAndre Hopkins? Like, of course, it's another option. We were talking about before that, like, you know, they want to double team D-Hop. It leaves a lot of other people open. They can balance it out with Ken and Drake in the running game. Like, they should be a good team but so should have the Browns and my worry is that going from a going from one Deshaun Watson to Kyler Murray I don't know if I love that and that I'm not sure I hate it but I don't love it and like I know if I want DeAndre Hopkins I'm gonna have to draft him in the first round but in fantasy I don't know if I actually want to take that risk like I I don't I don't think he's first round value right now Right now, and, like, and he was. I I took the first last year. I had the fifth pick, fifth pick, sixth pick, and I took DeAndre Hopkins with my pick. He was the first wide receiver off the board. Now next year, I don't think. I don't know what the board looks like right now, to be honest. But I well, might. I have more faith in going a running back in the first round than taking him. Well, let's find that out. So, um, let's find that out right now because yeah, like my thing, like with. Oh wow, he is the fifth pick. What the? Or what it, the you sure heck? that's not just showing? Uh... No, PPR all positions twenty twenty. You got McCaffrey, Barkley, Michael Thomas at three. Wow. What do you? Alvin Kamara four. DeAndre Hopkins five. What Fantasy football right calc. Gotcha. Got the application on my phone. I re-downloaded it. It's football season. There's no sports going on. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that. That's the sport that's happening. See, sports talk yeah. radio is just talking football. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. So you got behind him, you got, you know, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, Joe Mixon, Mike Evans, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, Zeke down there. Like, uh, do I like Zeke that low? I don't know. Um, they lost their all pro center. Does that matter? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. I mean, for to be in the second round, like, I don't know. I would take that. Dalvin but... Cook's in the second round. What? No, he's not. Joe Dal- Mixon's no. ahead of Dalvin Cook. No, he's not. What Dalvin list Cook's am I looking five. at? Dalvin Cook's number five. Boy, what ADP sheet am I looking at right now? I got PPR, all positions, 2020, 12 teams. 
Are you non-PPR? It starts off at non-PPR. Today's You're non-PPR, aren't you? <laughs> why can't I change that? See, this is why, guys, we got the... This is why we normally uh, uh, edit here. Oh, wait, here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah, it has Dalvin Cook in the second round. PPR 80 Bonkers. Okay, well, this is super... Well, okay. Oh, okay. This is That's very cool. early, yes. The draft yeah, hasn't even one, occurred yet. This is going to completely change. This is very, very early. When this wide receiver heavy draft occurs, I'm sure a few of those guys might be going like third or fourth round. Yeah, so on this, they have DeAndre Hopkins as the fifth guy off the board. And I, like, if I'm picking fifth, I don't know if I would love that. Like, I'd rather go Devontae Adams if I was gunned in my head yeah, picking a wide receiver. Honestly, just take, you know, just take the touchdowns. <laughs> from Devontae Adams, you know, like even if you want to just say like uh, go with Nick Chubb, like you could totally can, you know, like I feel like in the first round, this is how I felt about Odell last year. Like I don't want to mess around with this like new team where there's a lot of questions up in the air on whether or not it will be better, worse, the same. Like especially with how early you have to get DeAndre Hopkins. Like I, I guess for me, I just don't want to have the opportunity to pick him, you know? Like, I don't want to be drafting around him. I want, like, earlier than him or later than him so that somebody else is in that position to have to make that position, to make that decision, and then I can just ignore it. Yeah, me and, some, me and my buddies always say we don't want to be forced into McCaffrey next year. Oh, same. same. First pick, it's like, I know I have to take you, but... <laughs> I, I have him and I have him like I could keep him one of the things that I could do is I can keep him in the first round and just try to draft 10th so I basically get him with the 10th pick of the first round but I'm not going to do that <laughs> like because I, I don't I don't want him I just feel like he's I mean you do well but like I think the idea is I feel like so many times this happens in he's gotta season. get worse eventually he's gotta like so many people do this where it's like they expect the exact same thing from the last season and they ignore the reasons why they shouldn't be that good. The amount of touches he got it like historically every like so many guys have been that generational talent that everybody assumes like can keep it going forever and they get that season of that insane like over 300 touches workload and they just expect like yeah like look at those look at that output they're going to do the same next year and it just can't happen and whether that's going to be because he gets injured from overworking or it's just he's not going to be as efficient or the team is just going to be worse or different like would I want him? Yeah, like, if I'm picking first, like, sure, I'll draft him. He'll probably be fine. But I'm, I agree with you. Like, I don't want to be in that position to have like a up oh, week five, like threw his back out <laughs> or pulled a hammy. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't want to be in that position for him. I just it period don't like running backs after a year of a giant workload. Like, unless it's like a late guy that's not going to affect me too much. But in the first round, I don't want it. Yeah. Well, who else? DeAndre Hopkins, and they traded David Johnson for him. David Johnson, <laughs> Texans, <laughs> no offensive line. I want. They won't. So last year I was an idiot. I took Duke Johnson, and I was like, "Yo, he's gonna catch all the checkdowns." Mm -hmm. It wasn't until like three weeks into the season where I would be watching their games, and their producer, the producer, the, producer, the announcers would be like, "Yeah, the Texans and the Sean Watson never check the ball down historically." 
I was like, oh, well, if I had known that, I wouldn't have drafted him in two of my leagues. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because the thought was there, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, get the get the PPR guy on, like, a good offense. And like, he led know. the league in, in something. Yards per attempt? Like, yards per kick. I forget what he did. Duke he led Johnson. the league in something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Duke Johnson, was a, Duke Johnson was a beast. He was a beast. Like, like a per, quiet Like, beast. per touch? Yeah. Yeah, like, per, yeah, the most yards per touch or something like that, like, Touch, including catch and um, like a rush. Well, here's the thing though about David Johnson. Like, obviously, it's like, look, we're looking at ADP, but like that's kind of stupid because uh, it's. I feel like it's just like a randomly generated list right now. But right now, ADP shows that like David Johnson is the second pick of the seventh round. Like, would you take him there just for that? Like, absolutely chance. Yeah, that's how I kind of feel too. Where's Todd Gurley going? Because that's somebody that, like, if he falls to the third round, I'd go for him. But I wouldn't reach for him. Eighth pick, third round. Oh, baby. Yeah, I'll snatch that right up. I mean, yeah, I think getting getting Todd Gurley just shows that they knew that they couldn't run the ball and they need to focus on running the ball. I just wouldn't mind owning the Falcons running back that will definitely be getting the goal line work and work outside of the goal line. Yeah, exactly, right? I mean... Freeman, who had what? He, I think he had, like, one touchdown for me, and then and he blew up in, like, the last few weeks. But all season... I didn't even know he didn't have a touchdown all season. All season? And then he no. scored... He scored um, well, not... Oh, I was like, up say. until, like, some point, and then he scored, like, that's his first touchdown. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad that he got... I'm not glad he got cut. Poor guy. Oh, they just ran it with them in the Super Bowl. They could have won. Yeah, no kidding. But, oh, man. Last year, I took him over Fournette, and as I was walking up to the board, I was like, this is going to bite me. I know it. Mm-hmm. I know it. I announced it. But you're gone now, and now you're too old for me to even want you, so good riddance. Yeah, is he signing anywhere? Yeah, not yet. I'm sure he'll wind up somewhere. He's Devonta Freeman. Yeah, I know. A one-time Tevin, fantasy number one. Yeah, if Tevin Coleman can land a job. I'm pretty sure that's that's a weird because Tevin Coleman had a pretty good year. Granted, I mean he was in the offense that allowed it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm no pretty kidding. sure Coleman's been in the league one year longer than Freeman. You're right. They but got Freeman him been, and he I got injured, and that's why Freeman. He was a. I think he was a rookie. And yeah, he got Freeman injured. was a rookie that year. He went off. Yeah. Remember, Nick always talks about that because he drafted him thinking he was the starter, and then he went off. Okay, here's something weird. Again, ADP, why am I even looking at it? It's like having me go down a rabbit hole. It's kind of stupid. I love me some Cortland Sutton. Don't get me wrong. I love me Cortland Sutton. What is he, like a second round pick? 12th pick of the second round. Yeah, it's not happening. Not happening. That, Especially they're probably draft quarterback. Like, no thanks. I, yeah, I definitely want to see the way the offseason goes. It's just like, yeah, I, I love him. I think he's great, but... I mean, there's like if Todd Gurley's eighth pick of the third round and Cortland Sutton is twelfth pick of the second, I feel like I wouldn't really even think about it. I'd go with Gurley in that position. Yeah. But I mean, look, I haven't really thought too much about it. But like, that's just my like off the top of the off the top of the head thought. While we're on the Broncos, then where's Gordon at? Is Gordon ahead of Gurley? I'd imagine. Well, like we said, we've already said ADP is out the window right now. Uh, yeah, but no, Mel. Well, yes, Melvin Gordon is eighth pick of the second round. I was gonna say should definitely be ahead of Gurley. Yeah, I like. Uh, I've I've talked so much trash about him throughout his career because he's he's bad, guys. He's bad. Don't draft him. He's bad. 
but <laughs> but he's actually good but i just don't like him i don't know where this where this this deep unnecessary hatred came came from i think it was there was one year one year I don't know, somebody probably owned my league and he kept talking about how great he was and I looked up his stats i was like dude he averages two yards a carry he's not even good and like, but he gets tutties i'm like yeah because they get pass interferences in the end zone and they're like yeah but it's just still fantasy points and i'm like you're right but he sucks well and it's also like the just i feel like the phil rivers effect of let me check, check down 40 times a game and i how many years i feel like he must have the most like 90 yard check down touchdowns ever <laughs> thrown i feel like every year there's like a 90 yard check down touchdown from phil rivers to a running back so i i mean i wonder how he's gonna do in denver it definitely hurts all of the other you ever meet somebody that thinks that fantasy quarterbacks shouldn't get yak i'm like what are you talking about yeah wait what why <laughs> i'm like it doesn't even make any sense Oh, like it should only get be air yards? Yeah, I'm like, do they get the touch? Do they not get the touchdown if the touchdown's not thrown in the end zone? Like, how far do you want to take your point? They would get like less points. Or it, what if they did that, but they got. They would just cut quarterbacks from the league. Yeah, but what if they got points at like running backs and wide receivers got? So, like, every 10 uh, yards instead of every 25, but they only. It was only like your air yards. That'd be brutal. Would you get negative points for throwing, like, you know, throw, like, a screen behind the line? Apparently. I guess, I guess you would. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Mel... Well, they still have Royce and... Lindsay. And Philip Lindsay. As far, it, as far as I know, they had a perfectly, like, functioning backfield. For all of the problems in Denver, that was definitely a weird thing no, to do. Yeah. It was, was weird. Unnecessary. Very unnecessary. It was... I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I didn't follow any of the contract talks. I don't even know if that was the best offer he got or what. Maybe he just wanted to go to Denver. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, look, it had to be the, let's see, Melvin Gordon. Um... Because marijuana is legal there, and this year you can no longer be suspended for marijuana, only fined. Yeah, that is true. That is a like a that's actually like a big change. I wonder if Josh Gordon will try to make a comeback. Um, well, that's that's kind of that's kind of uh, effed, man. So this year, Gordon will have a base salary of one million and a four million signing bonus and a four million roster bonus. His signing bonus would be prorated over the next two years, so Gordon's salary cap hit this season will be seven million. Yeah, I, was ne- say, I thought it was seven million this year. Yeah, next year Gordon will have a four point five million base salary and a four million roster bonus and five hundred thousand dollar game day bonus. Yeah, I, I mean, heard it was absolutely nothing compared to what the Chargers are offering him. Uh, well, absolutely not. It was like six million short, less than what the Chargers offered him last year. Oh, and which point, he just when, wanted to be gone. Yeah, and I feel like you can't sit out. I think Zeke got the last big running back contract we'll ever see. Yeah, just because we're seeing what's happened to David Johnson, Todd Gurley, and the fact like every well, year there's just these these young studs like the the Niners did with Mostert, who was on like eight different teams before he was even a Niner. Breida was an undrafted. Philip Lindsay undrafted. Well, I don't get paying running backs big money like period end of story i don't think if i i don't think i would ever do it 
Yeah, even like Zeke is that offense, but they had the best O line in football. You you saw Pollard last yeah. year light it up. Yeah, he was I, making seven hundred. I don't know what he's making. What, what, do, what do rookies make? Like seven hundred fifty thousand, yeah, three million think, a year. Yeah, I think something like that. Something. Yeah. Like Kamara. I mean, Kamara is going to have to get. I can see him get. Well, him and McCaffrey are the next guys to, that I could see getting huge contracts, but well, they're also receivers. Yeah, but like, and that's so, the thing too. Like Carolina has a lot of problems. And when the time comes to have to, their Christian McCaffrey's going to ask if for a lot of money. Signs, if he signs with them, it's just a waste of a career for that guy. I just feel like if I was going to rebuild, like it's kind of like how I feel about the Giants and Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is going to be old and bad before they <laughs> are, good. are good. You know, like I just, I feel like. It sells the, tickets. Yeah, it does sell tickets. Jersey sales. But I think, like, I don't know. I feel like the last thing I would do is the running back. Like, I would sign uh, Melvin Gordon if I – or how about, like, Atlanta, right? You know, they really wanted to focus on the run. They don't think it's going to be through Freeman. They still have Julio Jones. They have um, – what's his name? We were just talking about him. Uh, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, they have Calvin Ridley. Like, boom, go out and sign a big-name running back. Like, that I get. But I don't get, like – Everything else on the team is bad. Let's pay a running back who's going to be healthy and good for like four years. Big money. I don't know. Mm. I just never understood. I feel like I feel like you've never seen it work out. And like you said, the 49ers, like uh, I feel like they're just a perfect example. Yeah. There's so many running. Me and Jonathan were talking about this. It's more about the offense. Like Le'Veon Bell. When he missed those few games and D'Angelo Williams put up like 25 points each game, it's it's the offense. I mean, yeah, the running back, if you're a good running back, it helps. But yeah. the running back, is Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon, both studs. Yeah, Let, Latavius Col- Murray does fine in New Orleans when yeah, he, he, he gets starts snaps. Two or three games for, for Kamara, he put up 20 plus. And I, he put up 20 plus the one game and 30 plus the other game. Yep. Oh, trust me, I started him. <laughs> me too. Yeah, you know, so it's like, why? You go put you Zeke down something? in Miami last year. He's not averaging more than three yards a carry. Yeah. I don't care how much money you pay him, how good you think he is. That offense was trash. Well, and you can get a guy, speaking of Miami, like Jordan Howard for, let's see his contract. Well, he was a, yeah, he was a free agent signing, so. Yeah. Uh, 2.58 signed him for a four year they got him for oh wait no that's the bear sorry never mind <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm like I'm like hold on a second four years two million dollars um let's see 2020 uh his like dead cap is four million 2021 it's five million so still like five million. Five million a year. That's yeah. I don't know what is Zeke getting like twenty plus. Uh, Zeke's I know. Great. Great. Oh, did you see? Uh, you see Amari Cooper's five year hundred million? Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. especially when they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, oh, that game good. I owned him last year. He put up fantasy points against bad teams. He played decent teams. He sucked. Yeah, I don't think Dak is that good either. I agree. Well, his okay. So Jordan Howard's contract total is the same as like what the dead cap is for one year of Melvin Gordon. And I feel like if I 
well, Denver already has the running back, so that was stupid regardless. But I feel like yeah. if, I was, if I was a team looking to just be like, hey, we want to just establish more of a running game. A run game. We don't need get... anything long term. Like, you get, a, you, you just get like a Jordan Howard. <laughs> he could have been, like, he could have literally benefited any team he went to. Any team. Absolutely. He, even if he goes to the Cowboys, he'd be the change of pace back. Ooh, Tony Pollard. Okay. There's a, there's a few exceptions, but regard, like, he could go anywhere, and he's still he's a he's technically a vet, so you get the veteran running back presence if you bring in a young guy. Mm-hmm. And he's still like he's not bad. He, no. Last year was his first year without a thousand yards. It was because of injuries. Yeah. He had a mystery shoulder injury for like eight weeks. Is uh, random thought is Austin Eckler the only running back left in Los Angeles? Dude, Danny Woodhead. No, um, <laughs> Danny Woodhead. They got Justin Jackson, right? Yeah, but uh, I mean that's what I meant. The only running back. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I'd be. I mean, he he did it. He proved yeah, he could do it. But that's Philip Rivers. So. But that was the Philip Rivers. Yeah, they don't have anyone right now, so maybe they get Cam. Maybe they don't. Yeah, it'll be interesting. They draft the guy. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Maybe um, we're recording this a little too soon. Nah. <laughs> nah. Uh, Jimmy Graham, as a bear, I care no, this is, negative this is amount. Conversationless. Yes, no. Okay. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> cool. Um, Jimmy Speaking Graham. Of tight ends. Austin Hooper to the Browns. Oh, God. He's going to die there. Rip, 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 rip. Okay. You're like, how much? Because I think Njoku's still there. So he I is. don't really know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. They're going to try to run two so, tight end sets, and they got. With Jarvis and Odell. With Jarvis and, and Odell. And Kareem Hunt. And Nick Chubb all on the field. I feel like... And um, Baker's going to throw a pick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I feel like unless you think that Baker Mayfield is going to throw the ball 70 times a game, He's how not, do you just... Keenum's going to win the starting job. Ooh, that would be... <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> I would I would love that. Yeah, I'm not a big Baker guy. No, either am I. Even though I haven't been done. Big Gardner Minshew guy. Not Baker Minshew. <sighs> I want to be a big Gardner guy. I don't know. I just feel like unless Baker throws the ball 70 times a game, how do you decide who on like the pass catching offense you're going to draft? Especially at like a high price. Last year I said it was Jarvis and it was Jarvis. Yeah. But I'm still like the number two when there's two studs, you got to go with the number two guy. Just because you get a way better value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm not going first round or even second round Odell to be honest. But it's like, okay, they they have two tight ends. They're probably going to run some two tight end sets. They know they have a good running game. Uh, I just feel like there's going to be games where, like, some of these guys get, like, three targets just because that's how the game went. You know, like... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Odell had a zero-point game this year. Did he? I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Maybe I'm thinking one Mike Evans put up zero. Quoting you. <laughs> let's Let's find out. But while we're on the topic of tight ends, we got some a few other randos we can throw in here while he's looking that up. Uh, Eric Ebron and the Steelers. Nah, they still got Vance. I don't know if Big Ben's coming back as a starter or not. I would. He's going to be one of those late streamer guys. He might even go undrafted, have a good game, and somebody picks him up. Mm-hmm. Um, Hayden Hurst is replacing Austin Hooper and the Falcons. That could be interesting. Their whole offense now is is uh, made of there's another word i wanted to use <laughs> was <laughs> i think it was of. was <laughs> no no their whole their whole offense is now made of first round picks 
so it's just a fun fact they're still gonna suck but Hayden Hurst I I kind of like that I, I'll take I like my tight ends late and my QBs late and I don't know where his ADP is looking like what it will look like but I, I, I'll sign myself up for some Hayden Hurst yeah yeah definitely <laughs> I, especially if you're gonna go with like the whole like I'm not gonna waste a tight end pick in the first like five or six right, so, rounds so, so that's the thing that's the thing in my main league last year, the top four teams had the top four tight ends. Yeah. Well, but keep in <laughs> mind, the top four tight ends, I do not believe were the expected. So like Mark Kelsey and Ertz. Uh, and Mark Andrews. Yeah, I was going to say, mm, wait, hold on. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right, actually. <laughs> I'm definitely right on that. Hold on. If Except I... I can never remember the Raiders guy. I owned him. He might be in there. But that's it. I owned him. Okay, wait. So this is the one reason why you kind of want like stats right in front of your face. Did you know that there's... Oh, wait. Oh, I don't have the... Uh... Why yeah, well, can I, got... I not yeah. filter by everybody of him? Oh, wow. It was oh, Kelsey Kittle Waller. Ertz. So, yeah, it was Waller, not Mark Andrews. Max Andrews. Uh, What's his name? Mark or Max? I it's Mark. All right. Well, whatever. I never owned him. Okay, wait, wait. Here we go. Is anybody else like that? Do you just not own a player and know absolutely anything about them the whole entire season? Uh, but then when that. you do know a guy, you can I be like, that. oh, dude, don't you remember like in the third quarter, week seven, when he had that sick catch for a touchdown? <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, no I don't, I don't. Him. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, How often are you watching Red Zone and they pop to the game you don't care about? Yeah. And then you're like, you wow. That's how I found out about that. Uh, I don't even know his name anymore. Who's the Dolphins wide receiver? Preston Williams? Uh, he was right. popping off for double, double digits every week. No. And I you're, found no, out because of red zone. You're talking about, uh, oh gosh. We not Devontae awful. Parker. It was Preston Preston Williams. Guarantee no. that's his name. You're not talking about Devontae Parker? No. Preston Williams had like like five straight 10-point weeks. And I was like, oh, I could totally just stash this guy and um, put him in as a little trade buffer here. Yeah, Preston Williams right here. Summary. 11, 10, 10, 12, 24. And then a bunch of zeros because he got injured. Oh, is that... I'm surprised that that's who you're talking about. <laughs> I know who I'm talking about. Well, okay. I know my watch list. So you're right, though, about the tight ends because after you go, like, Mark Andrews, then, like, Austin Hooper, but he was only injured, which is why it... Yeah. Like, he dropped off. But then Jared it's like... Dudley, though. Yeah, but like not. He was like a six-round value. He's got like forty less points than Mark Andrews, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't even count that. Yeah, so and the, and he's just two-player difference. That's and, like three points per game. Yeah, and thirty less points than Austin Hooper, and Austin Hooper was injured. Right. And he had nine touchdowns, so like that's the reason why. I mean, Mark Andrews had. 10. Oh, I went against him when he had like a two-touchdown, thirty-point week. Yeah. Good times. So. Uh, I, yeah, I know it's, but I feel like it's more the key is finding the Darren Wallers or Mark Andrews, as opposed to the drafting Travis. Ke no, but maybe, I go back and forth. I feel like it depends yeah, on where you're like, drafting. Okay, so Tommy made it to the championship with Kelsey because he drafted Lamar Jackson, and he um, trade. Um, he did a very one-sided trade and acquired Saquon Barkley. So he had oh, Saquon yeah, that, and yeah, Alvin Kamara. That awful. And he also had Lamar Jackson late. Well, and that, um, that's I acquired the Kittle through a whole bunch. I traded 
um, Olsen when he was hot and a bunch of stuff to get Ertz, which then wound up in me getting Kittle. So it's not like I actually drafted a tight end early. I just acquired one through trades. Yeah. And then there was Mark Andrews and Waller were just those were late round guys. Well, and I feel like it depends on the draft and where you're drafting, because like if you have a really good like a late round strategy or like if you know you're picking, I don't know, third, fourth or fifth and you're looking at the way it's going to fall and you project to get all these guys that you want late that are going to make up for a lot of like early round points, then yeah, like, you know, go for Travis Kelsey in like the second, third round, like secure that position, have that like kind of that advantage over everybody else because you know or you assume that your later round picks are going to fill in and be those like higher end starters anyway but it depends because if you're looking at it and you're like wow the end of my draft is going to be kind of dicey you might not you might want to more take a chance on a tight end than i don't know like ruin your whole draft yeah i can't wait for august start banging out all those mock drafts oh i know those, that's like the best. Season. Actually, no. It's who do you who even knows, dude? What if the season's pushed back, man? Dude, I don't know, man. What if fantasy football is actually relevant in January? Oh, see that would. Can you nice. imagine? That would be nice, though. That'd be insane. Well, here's the problem. It's though, always with, it's always a week of Christmas. Here's the yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like that last week in December. But the problem with sports is that they've already paid for tv rights so tv channels will have things excuse me like already scheduled so it's not like you can for instance like hockey right now it's not like they could just say like oh we'll pick it up and we'll wherever we left off and continue it through july august because tv stations are like no we already have other things planned so you just came out with a really stupid sitcom that's going to take its place once the season's over yeah sorry guys pretty much so with i mean it might be different with football because they have the money but like and it's football and it's football it makes so much money so tv stations would probably be like yeah i'd rather have football sorry but it might be kind of dicey if they with every sport that's what like that's why baseball is saying that like we'll just continue when we continue and just start there as opposed to pushing it back later because or trying to make up games because like the tv rights strange times we're living in very very strange we were talking about it's like this is something that'll be in like a history book it'll be like the great depression and then (laughs) coronavirus (laughs) 2020 Nobody thought it was real. Wild. Uh, Nick Foles on the Bears. Mm, Yeah. Quite. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, anyway. (laughs) That doesn't make anything tickle. Um, No. I don't think I want a Bear. I mean, I talked down A-Rob last year, but Mitchell Trubisky just force-fed him. And Taylor Grabriel is currently a free agent, so I don't know if he's going to sign back. I don't know what else the Bears have going on for them. Oh, Jimmy Graham, we've already dismissed him. Um, yeah, I want she- nothing to do with their backfield. Oh, my God. David Montgomery, what an awful pick he was last year. I want nothing to do with him or Tariq Cohen. I don't care how late they fall. See, that's, you can't start either of them. That's what hurts me, is that I want David Montgomery to be so good. And he's just on the Bears. <laughs> and they like get rid of him like they got rid of Jordan Howard and go somewhere else and or they else just happy. or they just say, Hey, we, we got Nick Foles, he's a better quarterback. 
we is have a good gonna, defense. Is it like, even going to be a battle? Like, is it going to be a QB battle? I don't, I don't think so. Terrible. I don't think. I don't think so. I think that they want to get to a better, more balanced game. Oh, like Trey Burton. Trey Burton. I don't know. They have, they have Jimmy Graham. Oh, is that Trey Burton somewhere else? Oh, that's a good question. Because I will invest in some Trey Burton stock somewhere else. Um, I'll have to keep my eye on him. No, he's still there. I know he had a like, groin injury. It's just... Jimmy, he here, might not here's... be healthy enough to cut, because apparently you can't cut people if they're not healthy. I did not know that. Really? Yeah. You have to like be able to pass a physical to be cut. You can't, yeah, like you can't cut somebody because it seems like you're cutting them because they're injured, whether it's because they're uh, injured or not. Oh, and that probably has to do with like the player rights because yeah. that makes sense. Because like, hey, I'll add a healthy guy if you're out for the year with a torn ACL. Like goodbye. <laughs> yeah, save yourself a IR slot. Yeah. Um, two days ago, Bears tight end Jimmy Graham vows he's not washed up, believes he can dominate. <laughs> Look, you, you have were. To value- the Rams, I'm pretty sure, signed like Jordan Reed, which I think is a joke. I don't know if that's like a oh, that's fake news. Please tell I don't know me. if Trump put that out or what. Because <laughs> we got Gerald Everett and Tyler Higby. Yeah, I say that I use the term "we" very loosely. Those new logos are atrocious, and I I might have to leave the franchise. Uh, I get that. I 100% get that. Actually, it says Brandon Cooks wants out. Greg the leg's gone. Wait. Hard even like Cooks. Wait, get the wait. Okay, wait. This is hilarious. There's a few hilarious things when you search Jordan Reed. One, it goes. People also ask, "Is Jordan Reed hurt?" <laughs> Just like in general, that is the most asked question about Jordan Reed. Um, two, on February 17th, there was an article that says Jordan Reed still in concussion protocol. <laughs> It's right, a, this is serious. This is serious. But it's FCTE. But it's oh no. Here's well, that's the actual sad part. I don't think there's any way he doesn't. I don't know why. Oh, he has to. I don't know why he's still playing football. It, it's it makes no sense. It makes no you, sense. Not even for the love of the game. You're just dumb. No. And it's uh, so it says Redskins tight end Jordan Reed, who missed the 2019 season with a concussion, remains in the protocol. Like, if you're in concussion protocol for a year experiencing symptoms and you've had 75,000 concussions, like... Dude, he's done. Go home. They, they released them, by the way. That's what The Rams did or the Redskins? The Redskins. I don't... Oh. I could have sworn I saw somewhere like the Rams acquired him. I was like, what are you doing? Oh, wait. The, is it the oh Seahawks? Wait. What? Is it the... No. Wait. All right. Jordan Reed, oh, Jordan Reed visiting Seattle. All right, we've gone way too far off topic going on talking about Jordan Reed. Uh, I love me some Jordan Reed, so I think it's perfectly. I never owned him. It's almost Uh, like, it's such a sad thing. Like when a player is no longer fantasy relevant and like you hear like an ex-owner being like, oh, dude. Like that one season, I'll never forget. Dwayne Bow was so bad. The first, not so bad, but he wasn't a stud. Yeah. And Tartaglia cut him. In the last eight weeks, he got 15 touchdowns for me. Oh, my God, dude. Dwayne That was a Bo. time to be alive. Dwayne Bow. That's you know that man. makes me remind me of reminds me of Miles Austin. Why? Because that was just a great area, era of fantasy football. Mile. Tony Romo. Get Tony Romo back on the field. Yeah, no kidding. He would probably be better than Dak. 
I was watching Des Bryant highlights and I was like, oh man. Yeah, what a time I miss to be alive. Tony. I just miss I just miss the time of fantasy football of consistent wide receivers. Like, do you remember the year we had Greg Jennings and um oh, was it Mike? Donald Driver? Maybe Donald Driver. No, because it was it wouldn't be And Jordy Nelson. No, it wouldn't be on the same team. It, for fantasy, we had that year that we like won slash lost, but like should have won. Um it was like Mike Williams, Tampa Bay. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I remember that. And Greg. But I do remember Jennings. we lost because we didn't start Kurt Warner. Because my dad they, had already, they yeah. had already clinched and he only played the first half, but he still put up twenty eight points in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, my dad was like, No, they they're gonna bench him and then they no, I don't think they did. I don't think they no, did. I think he only played like the first half, but he oh. lit it up the first half. Yeah. Kurt Warner used to carry his card around in my wallet. Um, he's my favorite NFL player ever. Mm, big hands. Very big hands. He holds the football weird. He puts his index finger on the back point of the football. You should Google what? it sometime. What? You should also Google um, uh, Tory Holt or Isaac Bruce's hands. And you should also Google booger mcfarland's hands those things are jacked up wait let's see i'm gonna search the booger McFarlane's oh my hands. goodness my chair just almost broke just because i want to search booger <laughs> oh booger? yo Shit, dude, that pinky is oh! 90 degrees sideways. oh my gosh what is that you can't get like a surgery where they like pull that out and put it where it's supposed to be yeah i don't know how that wasn't like fixed the first time it broke but well i don't don't get how like you know they show you like calvin johnson's fingers and stuff and it's like just from quarterbacks throwing the ball so hard like how how are you like not set properly i guess but how are you adequate time to recover how are you still catching the ball like, I, I, if if I go to catch a ball, gloves. but if a quarterback breaks my finger and now it's sideways, like next week <sighs> when I go out to catch a ball, like things are going to be off. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a receiver had a broken thumb or something this past season. Maybe it was a tight end. Nonetheless, I'm looking at this list we got here and we got, we got, we got one notable name that's just sitting here. It's really the last name. Well, there's two names on the list. The one is... Are you talking about... Uh... Do you guys want to hear about Robbie Anderson? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to All right, cool, fantastic. Good yeah, topic. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robbie Anderson going to do nothing. Yeah, he's he's on the Panthers now, in case you were wondering. Yeah. Um, what are the Panthers doing? I don't really know. They cut Cam. You know what they got for Cam? Nothing. They traded Kyle Allen for a fifth-round pick. You know what they got for Cam? Nothing. Are they tanking? They got rid of Bradbury. What are they doing? They signed Robbie Anderson. They signed Teddy Bridgewater. I don't get it. Are you trying to win or are you trying to lose? Make up your mind. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's I'll like this half it. half rebuild, half no, we yeah. need to be good enough now. I mean, yeah, definitely sign me up for some DJ Moore, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. And Robbie Anderson, uh, I'm sure I'll own Curtis Samuel at some point. But <laughs> just because just because he's gonna go undrafted and i'll be like oh he had a good week i should totally sash him speaking of a guy who might have some good weeks but this one's definitely like uh up in the air 
My favorite, well, maybe my second favorite. He has the best route running tree according to some fantasy website that we follow. <laughs> okay, but like, yes, <laughs> there's something to be said about that. Stefan Diggs, he's on the Bills. I just hate how Minnesota for like a year were like, we're not getting rid of Stefan Diggs. We have no plans to trade Stefan Diggs. And all of a sudden you just like wake up in the morning and Stefan Diggs is traded. Yeah, I for, I compl- until you just mentioned that, I forgot that there was, like, those issues going on with him. Yeah, like the beef. And, look, young quarterback, I feel like Josh Allen's not going to be stupid. Stephon Diggs is going to be like, yo, give me the ball. And I feel like he's going to get him the ball. But it's yeah, but they also got John Brown and Cole Beasley. And it's just Josh Allen. Josh Allen was a stud last year. He was, he was good for 20. Yeah, but, like, running. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, well, which is fine. You know, he has but... another threat. It's just, there's going to be games where Stefan Diggs has over 20 points as a wide receiver, and there's going to be games where he gets, like, two targets because the defense won him the game. They were running the ball. Like, uh, I feel like... Yeah, I don't want him next year, and I'm very questionable on Adam Thielen being the number one guy. Without another... Without Diggs on the other side, yeah. Well, they have... So they have Thielen, again, ADP. If you're just tuning in, like ignore pretty much the ADP. But if we're not ignoring it, uh, 11th pick of the third round is Adam Thielen. And 7th pick of the fourth round is Stefan Diggs. Around Stefan Diggs is David Montgomery. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, Austin Eckler. T.Y. Hilton with Phillip Rivers? Yeah, I actually like I know, I like that better than up. Okay, yeah. I remember doing mocks last year and getting Chris Carson in the fifth and being like, oh my God, I'm going to steal this guy. My team's going to be so good. And he ends up being a third round pick. Yeah. So that's what I, yeah, he's got, he, TY is definitely going to climb. No shot he's going that late. Yeah. I mean, and they got, here's the other thing too. Like, Odell Beckham Jr. is now second pick of the fifth round. I feel like, what? yeah, like, he was my guy. Like, listen, he was my guy last year that I said. A bust? Yeah, don't he's going to bust. He's not worth the first round pick. Yeah, I said don't touch Lamar Jackson. And how did that turn out? Yeah, yeah, very much. No, very bad. <laughs> I touched. I lost uh, to him in the chain. I touched Lamar Jackson a lot. Let me tell you. It in was three leagues? In many, many leagues. Um, Whenever I could get him. But. Second pick of the fifth round? Like, okay, so if I'm sitting there and it's like Odell Beckham Jr. If you're going starters first, you're drafting Odell to be your flex, which isn't terrible. I'll take that chance. Like, look, I don't love him, but like, I'll I'll hope he gets traded. Yeah, that would also be nice. But like, they have Calvin Ridley above Stefan Diggs. Actually, they have them going at the same time. Who'd you take out of those two? Who, Calvin Ridley and Stefan Diggs? Yeah. Uh, Diggs because he's the number one. Yeah, I would take. I would do Diggs too. <laughs> I do Diggs too. They have Debo Samuel ahead of Stefan Diggs. Would you go Debo Samuel or Stefan Diggs? Uh, ooh, I, I wasn't a real big Debo guy. Yeah, I'd go Stefan Diggs. They have DJ Moore ahead. DJ Moore or Stefan Diggs? I'll take one. DJ Moore. I still think Diggs. I'll take Stefan Diggs. Tyler Boyd or Stefan Diggs? I'm not a Tyler Boyd guy. Well, here's the thing. Especially well, they, the QB. What? Well, they might go Joe Burrow. Oh, he was so good in college. That's going to completely translate to the NFL. I just, I like, I can't ever escape him, but I like Joe Mixon because of that. 
Uh, I don't. I don't love or hate the guy. I oh, I don't. I, I said like. Yeah, I, I said like Joe Mixon. I don't. I'm also not <laughs> of the. You're not a Joe Mixon advocate. He yeah. hits women. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be Oikos next um, campaign. Yeah, like Tyreek Hill. Leader. I don't know what the word would be for that. Um, um, I'm looking at our list, and we're done the list. But okay, well, here's Emmanuel a... Sanders on the Saints. Yes. We were talking about this earlier. Emmanuel Sanders, I got to go back and look at the ADP list to be like accurate. He was, he with was like ninth round. He was like but ninth I'm pretty round. sure he has been like seventh round or later for the past like five years, and he's at least a wide receiver too every year. Every year. And I'm like, I'll take him. I'll take him. You're saying last year, last year he was ninth round. I'm sure he'll be like double digits this year. And he's got Breeze throwing to him. And he's got Michael Thomas next to him getting any type of additional coverage. Yeah, I mean, but it, there's still going to be those games where Emmanuel Sanders gets nothing because it's going to be, you know, an Alvin Kamara show or Michael Thomas with like 150 yards and two touchdowns. Like, oh, well, you're drafting a guy that late. You're drafting him to stash him and see if anything eggs, happens. And that's where you find like diamond in the rough. Like, a wide receiver target for Drew Brees that's an actually good football player. Like, okay, so if we scroll it down, I don't even... Where is he? Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is after Corey Davis. Dude, after Corey Davis. This I love Corey Davis. I, uh, love, I love Corey Davis, but... Oh, that's one of those where, like, I shouldn't love him. Nobody should. Well, maybe his family why. should. But, like, I always love Corey Davis. He should be good. He should be. Why should he be good? For the same reason that Prashad Perriman should be good, because he was a stud at the Combine. It's, and he was a product of his environment last year. And he's probably going to be a booty with a Samuel Darnold throwing to him. Wait, oh, Prashad Perriman? Yeah, I know. I don't. You wouldn't really mention him. It's not really a... I like him better than I like Robbie Anderson, though. I mean, I'm not saying fantasy-wise. I'm saying for the Jets. But it's not much of a difference. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. Juju's a seventh round. That's where he belongs. You will... That's... There's the problem, though. Because now... He's behind and kill Harry. If Big... The Patriots don't even have a quarterback. If... Yeah, like, if Big Ben... <laughs> if Big Ben comes back... Like, why would he be there? Because then it would be the season that everybody's expecting. I don't know. I guess he's, I don't know, regression. What about Julian Edelman? How do you think he's going to be? It all depends on the QB. Oh, here's Andy Dalton. If Andy Dalton's there, I mean, I'll take Edelman like the fifth. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, here's here's another one. Well, again, first pick of the ninth round, ADP, doesn't matter now. But if it stays around this, because he will be a late guy, Marvin Jones. He's another one who will always is be disrespected. He, is Stafford not retiring? No, he's still there. His back's broken. But his back is healed. <laughs> it will be healed. You, you ever see the video of Mike Tyson talk about his back being broken? No. Oh, it's fantastic. Is it really? Hey, everybody, just go Google YouTube that. My back is broken. <laughs> I broke my back. Um. Oh, Greg Olson's who went to Seattle. He went to. I thought he retired. I could have swore he retired. Um. They have Greg Olson behind uh, Jacoby Brissett on the drafting. Who uh, Jacoby Brissett is now the quarterback two 
So uh, there's that. Quarterback two for what? The Seahawks? Yeah. No. Wait. No, the Colts. Oh, Colts. Wait. So what does Greg Olson and Jacoby Reset have to do anything with? Each other? I was saying that it's funny <laughs> that Greg Olson in the drafting right now is ADP oh. behind Jacoby Brissett, who's not even a starting. I could have worded that a lot better. Yeah, I was like, what? Jacoby Brissett's a Seahawk. Yeah. Philip Dorsett is also a Seahawk. That might be something to look into. I don't know. Lockett, DK, Philip Dorsett. It's, it's they got hard. that tight end coming back, hopefully. He was lighting it up. Will Disley, I know, but then Greg Olson hurts that just for the fact that it would just be somebody else on the field. Well, he might just be, I doubt he's starting. Who knows? Who knows? I know. Um, yeah. I don't know. What about Jordan Howard on the Dolphins? How do you think, uh, or is that another depends on the quarterback? I just know they were. It didn't matter who the who you put in there last year. They were doing not. There, I don't know bad. how many games. I mean, right. Ryan Fitzpatrick was the leading rusher for the Dolphins last year. One fact. Second fact that the running backs might have averaged two and a half yards a carry. That might be hyperbole, but you know what I'm saying. Well, the thing is though is that when teams do like, like okay, awful, wow, the Dolphins were the worst running team in the league last year. That doesn't surprise me. They average all. 72 rushing yards a game. Including their quarterback. Yes. I, I did. I feel like um, Lamar Jackson himself averaged 72 rushing yards a week. Yeah, no, the Dolphins only had 1,100 yards the whole season. Actually, let's... I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson topped that easily. Oh, oh easily. Wait, let's find exactly... like 12 or 1,300. Oh, man, they have an updated Rams logo on this... So ugly, so ugly. Uh, Lamar Jackson had uh, twelve hundred and six yards. So he outran the Dolphins. How many touchdowns did the? And Do- he didn't even for? run against the Dolphins. No, he threw for a million touchdowns. <laughs> Five. Five. Yeah. Back when they were tanking, but then the coach was like, "I don't really want to tank." So we're going to put Fitzpatrick in, even though we just traded for Josh Rosen. We're not going to give him a chance. We're going to try to win some games so we don't get the first pick and get Tua instead. Um, we're going to have to trade up to get him instead of just being bad and getting him. Yeah, I don't know why teams don't just tank. Just fully commit. Just commit. Just commit. Don't get me wrong. We got some fantastic games out of Fitzpatrick. Like that time you beat the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Wait, who'd he beat again? I didn't hear that. The the team out of Philadelphia, the Eagles. Oh, that team. I forgot about them. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> huh. Interesting. The Eagles are another team where I feel like the year they won the Super Bowl, they just had like all, like they just hit their ceiling on like all of the games they won. And I feel like every season since then, it's been a mix of like games where they play like that team again and then games where like they forget how to play football. Like there's no reason they should be bad. There's also no reason they should be as good as they are sometimes. Like you kind of get what I mean. Like I feel like they go into games and they could beat anybody, but they could also lose to anybody. Yeah. It all depends on when decides to do that game. And he's been pretty bad since his knee injury. And his back. Yeah, actually, I forgot about that. 
What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I don't know. Uh, is there anything else, Miguel? Um, let's see. Free agent acquisition. That's about it. Um, yeah. Brandon Cooks apparently wants out. Sammy Watkins is gonna wind up somewhere. Taylor Gabriel, he could be a play a huge role where depending on where he lands. Uh, Geronimo Allison, uh, I had a lot of high hopes for him last year. Didn't do much. He probably won't do much if he signs anywhere. Um, a relevant signing was Randall Cobb to the Texans. He, I, I kind of like Stills this year. That's, I don't yeah. know. We'll see, we'll see how that goes. I mean, will, does Will Fuller get better with Hopkins gone? I can't imagine because I feel like he broke the top off because Hopkins was getting doubled. But now yeah. they'll just throw a guy on top of him and he'll be irrelevant. Yeah, that team's going to be weird this year. Like, I feel like they think they're going to run the ball well with David Johnson and they just. I mean, I'll still take David Johnson if he's like a. I could, oh, if he's later? Yeah. I don't but that team needs to learn to check like, down. That team needs to learn to check down if they're going to play with David Johnson. Yeah. I don't know. I think. I can't see him falling to the fifth round, but Derrick Henry fell to the fifth round and he was really good this year. Yeah, he's another person. Like, where in fi- oh, I just hit my microphone. Where in fantasy drafts, like, would you take Derrick Henry? I'd imagine he's a first or second round guy, but eighth pick of the second round now. And when you think about it, a lot of the guys in front of him, it makes sense. Like Dalvin Cook's in front of him, um, Zeke's in front of him, Kamara, Barkley. Like the people in front of him. Like a lot of them kind of make sense, so I don't know if I see that really going much further. I was gonna say up. he's definitely gonna have some regression. Yeah, but but the thing was is that like he had some pretty average to not great games. Oh yeah, he last had year. some real bad games. But I feel like that team is gonna be like I like we know what we yeah, need well, to do. Yeah, well they also had like, Tannehill absolutely slinging. I know. He's gonna regress. Yeah, like. I don't know. AJ Brown will also have a second year under his belt. Yeah, like, I, Delaney, I still think is that Delaney Walker retired? I don't know. Because if he's healthy, I mean that could only help. Not that Johnny Smith is terrible, but yeah, I like Johnny Smith. Yeah, I just think that that's like another like guy to watch because that's one where it kind of either you either draft him and it ends up confidence. Yeah, like you draft him and it ends up being like. What was everybody thinking? Of course he was going to be great. Or Tell you, you what, I'd rather have Fournette than Derrick Henry. Well, when is Fournette going to be the Leonard Fournette? Like, Leonard Fournette and Joe Mixon, to me, are like the same person. Like, please. Well, one, they always end up on my teams. And two. <laughs> I was going to say, what like, Please, like, be the players that you're supposed to be, that you, like, show little bits and well, pieces Fournette of Fournette was that all last year until, like, week 10. Yeah, but like he couldn't run. He got he, he had have a, a lot touchdown of catches. and he had like twenty points every yeah. I'll I know. He had like a ton of catches, but I feel like he's supposed to be like this beastly runner, which yeah, I, I agree. In PPR especially, like I'll take the guy who's gonna get checkdowns, but like when are they like every year it's like this is the year that they should and could finish as like number one in their position or like top three in the league. And like when is it gonna be that time? No, it doesn't help. All their defense just got a lot worse. Yeah. So I think that's not going to help them at all. Or I think Gardner is very good. I think he just had those few games because there's no script on how to play against this guy. Yeah. 
there's a lot of a lot of interesting things. There are, there are a lot of time to. Okay. The season's not supposed to start for another five months. Yeah. So, <laughs> supposed to start. It's supposed to, yeah. We got a lot of got a lot of time to figure that out. What uh, what are you doing with the rest of your weekend in in uh, quarantine? Uh, working and probably some Apex, maybe some Warzone. Nice. Probably um, finish this just unbelievably brain cell killing these stupid documentary see did you see how i just described it that's how many brain cells i've lost already i couldn't even put I, together a sentence I, tiger king this thing is the dumbest thing i've ever watched but it's like i gotta see the end of it now because what happens to joe exotic so everybody says it's amazing you don't like it i no, haven't seen just, it it's just it's not okay i wouldn't say it's amazing like, it's a good it's good because every time you just, every it's it's what seven i think it's like seven forty minute episodes and every one, you're just like, what is with these people? Like, these are just like, <laughs> just weirdos. Absolute weirdos. In the beginning, I was like, yo, this Joe guy, he's my guy. And there's this lady, Carol, and the whole time, like, oh, I hate this Carol lady. And you still hate her. Uh, I'm in fifth episode, I still hate her. But now I don't like Joe anymore. And I'm like, is there anybody I'm going to like at the end of this? Because <laughs> it's not bum. like it's a TV show. It's a docuseries. Yeah. So it's not like, it's just, whatever happens is what really happened. I don't know. I'm sure I'll be done with it, and then I'll probably never talk about it to anybody. I'll just go, go did you watch Tiger King? I'm like, yeah, that was wild. And I'm like, that's it. That's it, yeah. yeah. So what else are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> See, we've been uh, we've been finishing One Tree Hill. That's, that's it. Well, you know what? Okay, so it was, I made Nicole watch my favorite show, which was Naruto, which was 700 episodes. So... Uh, I think I still won. Out did of you this. test her on that though? Like, did she actually watch? No, it? we we watched it together. I like rewatched it. Was she conscious? She was actually like she <laughs> she liked it. Um, I like skipped around things that weren't important. Um, so we really watched like 300, 400 episodes. But so now her favorite show is One Tree Hill. So that's what we're on now. And you know what? I will say, for like a you know high school to college and like a little bit beyond like in the 20s like drama they definitely do a good job of like making you care like there are times where i'm like tearing up and i'm like i don't even know why i care so much but i do <laughs> and yeah so it's it's actually okay it's the worst show at exiting people you know, like shows that are on for, you know, it's on for like nine seasons. So it's like people leave. So like if you think about like The Office and Michael Scott, like Michael Scott leaves, but other people what? still come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Jeez. Dude, dude. Okay. Look, if you haven't watched The Office by now, you're wrong. So uh, I'm not wrong for spoiling it. Um, so, but like they have. The Office premiered 15 years ago. Did it really? How well did that show age? Nobody watched that thing until like. <laughs> three years ago <laughs> I, I watched it in like 2013 2014 i actually admitted yeah and now not everybody like hopped ago. on the train like within the past two years yeah but no problem I, with that by all means great show that show is like with me anytime that show is like perfect for a i need an episode to watch of oh yeah i love especially after you've watched the whole thing and you know like everything yeah like comedy central still shows it Oh, did really? That on. Yeah. Ryan started the fire was on the other day. Nice. Can't believe I started the fire. <laughs> I 
We watched the other night the one where Ryan invites Michael to his class to give like a presentation. And he like, oh, yeah. <laughs> picks up the kid's textbook and he just starts ripping it. And he's like, I know those are expensive, but the, the lesson is priceless. <laughs> what a character. I, lo- I love... The I... worst part is, is that like, I, I know that uh, Steve Carell said that that show would never make it in this political environment anymore. Whatever, whatever term he used. And it's sad because we're not going to have any shows like... I mean, I guess we still got South Park that doesn't care about being politically correct, but... Yeah, but that's, like, known to not... Like, that's, like, known that if they say stuff, like, it's purposefully over the top. But, like, you're right. Like, you're. it's hard to find a show that's, like, right Like, that or Two and a Half Men is airing again? Like, is reruns? Why? That, that show was... I didn't realize... I mean, I guess I was a kid. But now that I'm watching, I'm like, oh, man, this is, like quality because it's not i don't know not pc in any way yeah. charlie sheen is just wild tiger's blood man <laughs> no yeah i get that i get that but i don't know there's also some great tv on now better call us all i know i gotta get back into it i would spoil it but i'm not gonna spoil it right now i'll wait till we're done recording yeah i appreciate that <laughs> well actually don't because i i don't want it to be spoiled I'm like so close to being done with One Tree Hill. So I'm, and Nicole and I were just talking. We were like, like, we're not going to watch anything else till we're done with it. So I'm like on season eight and there's nine seasons. So I'm so close. All right. Well, to all our listeners, um, thank you for sticking around. If you made it this far to our little TV rant, not fantasy football related, but you know, but life related. Jeez. Okay, well, anyway, um, <laughs> that's it for this week. Um, we'll have uh, we'll have another one soon so that you can uh, enjoy your quarantine time. Throw us on in the background again if there's, you know, there's something to be talked about. We'll talk about it. You know, we'll uh, kind of keep talking about these uh, off-season transactions, how it's going to affect fantasy next year. But we'll also be just chatting about life and any other things as well. We're going to try to make these unedited, raw just uh chatting it up during quarantine so uh i hope you like it and uh see you guys next time mike you want to give us a like uh want to give us like a hot take it could be football related it could be something else too oh man a hot take on the spot usually i can prep for these bold predictions oh why'd hot i call take? it a hot take why'd i call it a hot take what is, is that wrong? copyright infringement is what? that copyright infringement wow bold and you gotta say it like you normally do, like my bold prediction. Bold prediction. <laughs> my bold prediction. Let's see. I'm just gonna look at the list of uh, people. I don't even know. That was just like a long, awkward silence. I apologize, everybody. Um, I don't even uh, fudge. No. Awkward. <laughs> awkward. Tom Brady is gonna take the Buccaneers to a 10 and 6 record and make the playoffs and that's it I think he's going to win the Super Bowl I think he's going to have a good year yeah I like the guy he's Tom Brady you know like he's a weird guy he kisses his kids on the lips I don't know what's up with that but (laughs) Tom Brady he's football like like bucket like Buccaneers legend yeah that's wild gonna go down in history as like best best quarterback he's gonna make Tampa Bay forget about Fitzmagic (laughs) Tom Brady Best quarterback in Tampa Bay Buccaneers history. What else can you say? <laughs> Dude, Josh Freeman. Oh, for like two never, games. <laughs> never forget. Never forget. 
Peace.